Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Hey, welcome to the Better Together podcast. My name is Rosario Picardo. And I'm Callie Picardo. And we are your hosts today. Today we're talking about a pretty intense topic that honestly a lot of books have been written about and it's something that surfaces all the time. But it's also a life-changing topic, which is why we're talking about today and it's essential for a living better together and that is forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness is one of those things um, that we talk a lot about. We tell people to do it, but then we don't tell them how to do it. (laughs) And it is hard. It's hard to figure it out. Um, But one of the things that's helped me with forgiveness of is understanding what it is and what it is not. Um, And sometimes you are going to forgive a person, but it's not safe to re-enter that relationship, especially if it was a toxic or harmful relationship. Um, but you can still forgive someone without re-entering the relationship. So it's um, really, when we think about forgiveness, we often think that might mean um, forgetting, you know, forgive and forget. And that's not what it is. Um, it's not forgiving and forgetting. But it's basically saying that reconciliation doesn't mean a restall, uh, it doesn't mean re-entering the relationship. You know, reconciliation doesn't mean that things go back to the way they were before. The other thing that's really helped me forgiveness is knowing that I'm not saying what the other person did was okay. I struggled to forgive because I thought, but what they did was wrong. Like, I, I don't want to dismiss that and acknowledge it was okay. So one of the things that my spiritual director helped me start doing was to actually say, this person did X, Y, Z, and that was not okay. Like, even acknowledging that before God. and But then going on in my prayer to say, yet yeah, God, just as you forgive me, I choose to forgive this person. Yeah, and I mean, we we see this in the life of Jesus as well. Um, You know, Jesus was, you know, brutally attacked, beaten, ultimately crucified, dead, buried, and then resurrected. But even in his resurrected state, Jesus still had the nail-scarred hands because of the actions of others and of our sins, ultimately, uh, still had an impact. Um, And if it were... He would do it all over again, even if it were just for one person. We know that, but it doesn't mean that the act was easy at the time. And so uh, we can have forgiveness just as God has forgiven us. Um, It doesn't wipe away the effects with other human beings, though. So uh, 
vertical forgiveness is different than horizontal forgiveness. Human forgiveness is different than divine forgiveness, um, especially because of our finite nature and we don't understand the depths and the love of God. And so, um, again, it doesn't mean that we are automatically in right relationship with the other person like it was beforehand. And so it's just curbing those expectations when we talk about forgiveness. You mentioned Jesus and what he did on the cross. He also prayed, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And that, I think, ties with some of what we shared last week about assuming positive intent assuming that the other person didn't intentionally harm you can help with forgiveness as well. And sometimes it was intentional. And so that's, that's a different layer, a different situation where forgiveness is still needed. But you know, Jesus said they don't, they didn't know fully what they were doing. They didn't know the full implications of that. And I think that's the case a lot of times where hurtful things are said, hurtful things are done. Um, it often is tied to baggage underneath too. Um, what is part of their past, what's part of their childhood, what's part of their upbringing, um, wounds they've received that they've never received healing from that are coming out in unhealthy ways. And sometimes we get in the way and we're unintended um, collateral damage. So when it comes to forgiveness, um, it's really acknowledging that we may have some heart work that we need to do in our own lives when it comes to forgiving, because ultimately it's a process. It's not instantaneous. Rarely is it instantaneous where one minute we're angry with a person, the next minute we're forgiving, especially if it's severe hurt. And so it's giving yourself the grace to process it. It's doing the soul work that's needed maybe through counseling or spiritual direction to be able to actually forgive and then it comes to the actual moment of that forgiveness. At times it can be forgiving somebody in person or whether it's just forgiving them in your heart and it's allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you in what situation that you need to really be able to forgive and how to do that. Yeah, so again, it varies each situation. and counseling and spiritual direction have been some of the things that have helped us a lot. Journaling's helped me too. Um, getting really honest with God. I, I can be guilty of praying, oh, the good prayers, the good Christian prayers of, oh, God, thank you for this. Thank you for that. You know, try to pray the right way. Oh, God, forgive this person that's hurt me. And some of my biggest breakthroughs have been when I say, God, I am hurting. I am broken. I can't handle this. This per- What this person did is I'm stuck with it. I don't know how to start forgiving them, Lord. And this is honest breakthrough prayer moments are what start in that relationship for forgiveness for me. It's just me starting out getting honest between me and God, journaling, just praying it out. But being real with God is then where God can start to do some of that hard heart work of forgiveness. So it's really being able to first process that through praying and writing and those things before maybe engaging a person or even a situation is crucial. So let's talk about some different 
types and areas of forgiveness. So we kind of talked about you might not re-enter a relationship, but how do you forgive someone who's no longer alive? Yeah, I mean, I think, of course, acknowledging the hurt and the pain with that, but it might mean, um, like you said, writing or even in prayer and releasing them in your heart to God. Um, because I think even though the person's not around, the effects of what they did or actions still linger and still have consequences. So it's even spiritually forgiving them so you can be free. Ultimately, forgiveness is for your own freedom. Um, and in the process, it might free somebody else, but forgiveness is for your freedom. And this is starting to get almost in a different topic, but sometimes we need forgiveness ourselves and we're carrying that guilt with us for what we did, that shame. Um, and maybe that person is no longer living, so we can't ask forgiveness from that person. But I think um, about what King David did when he was trying to honor Saul's household, even though Saul had been killed, Jonathan had been killed, Saul's son, and Saul had wronged David in so many ways, but he went and said, is there anyone left in Saul's household that I can bless? And so he found Mephibosheth, who was lame, he was disabled, and G and David brought him into his household um, in order to, you know, pay forward an act of forgiveness almost. Yep, restitution. Yeah, so there are things we can do too, even when we can't quite ask for forgiveness ourselves. Um, but to start to do that healing work. What about where there's someone, Roz, that you are trying to forgive and you want to be in relationship with that person? How does forgiveness look different in that situation? Yeah, that may be a longer process, I think. Um, especially if you love the person, you want to be in relationship with them, but there's that thing you always think about that kind of is in your mind. I would say... At the opportune time, um, through prayer and through really talking to God, see what might be the best time to bring up that hurt or that concern or the way you're feeling. Um, it might mean a difficult conversation is in the future, but usually the relationships that you value the most are the ones that you've had to work through adversity and haven't come easy. And know that it might not get better right away. If trust has been broken, trust takes time to rebuild. But what are those first steps you can do? And forgiveness is often one of those first steps, but that rebuilding of trust, the rebuilding of conversation, communication, acts of love, but those small intent, it's, it takes a lot of intentionality and patience. And patience, yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. And so give the other person grace and give yourself grace as well as you navigate that. One of the things I've noticed is when I'm having a hard conversation with someone and I've had a lot of time personally to prepare, but they might not have, the conversation often will take that person off guard. So is there a time later where there's a way to check back in to say, hey, I know we had that hard conversation a couple weeks ago and I really appreciate you listening and hearing where I was coming from. How, how are you doing? How are you processing it? Because often they will have been thinking since then and they will have things that 
they want to share at this point or I've been on that end of it too where a friend's had to have a hard conversation with me and I felt like oh now like a week later I have processed it myself and now I know oh here's what was going on underneath the surface and why I did that and wanted that opportunity to share so sometimes it's a just know it might be a multiple part conversation and it's going to take time so again give yourself grace as we were thinking about this um we're talking about some of the the things that are underneath the surface that can cause people to act in a way that is hurtful, that sometimes they don't even realize. Sometimes you will be hurt by something and the other person won't even realize they did anything wrong. Sometimes they know, but sometimes they don't. Uh, it made me think of the movie Frozen. We've got mm-hmm. three little girls. So we Frozen gets played in our right. household a lot. Um we are not going to sing any theme songs from it, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you've got two sisters, Anna and Elsa, um, and they were best friends as they were little. But then Elsa hits Anna with her magic, and they get healing for Anna. But then Elsa cuts off the relationship for fear of hurting Anna again. And Anna never understands what happened. She doesn't know what went wrong. But then when Anna tells Elsa she wants to marry Prince Hans and Elsa gets so mad that her magic breaks out and then Elsa flees to the mountains, Anna finally understands why Elsa shut her out all those years ago. She thought she'd done something wrong, but it was really Elsa afraid of hurting Anna, so she cut back from the relationship. So really self-sabotaging the -hmm. relationship in... Oftentimes, people get caught up in that because they say, well, um, this person's either getting too close or they may find out the real me and we self-sabotage to run and cut bait and hide. So, Gosh, it's hard to live into better together, isn't it? It is. It's so important, but that's why we're doing this podcast. We want to dig in deeper to some of these topics like forgiveness and figuring out how to live better together. So... We want to encourage you to do the soul work that's needed. Maybe it's forgiving yourself or perhaps it's forgiving somebody else or it's even asking forgiveness from God. Whatever it is, we want you to live better together through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining us this week. And if it's been a blessing to you, share this with a friend and join us next week as we tackle the next topic for Better Together Living. We are coming at the end of our time together. The Better Together podcast with Callie and Ross Picardo hopes to help with pertaining issues to remind you that we are all in this together as we grow to love one another. Join us next time. Thank you for listening.